right, good morning, Chavra, good luck. Good morning, Rib Jim, Rib Bar, Jonathan, Rib Simcha, Rib Howard. All right, let's get going over here. We'll see who joins us on the way as we move along. Today's daf is daf Nun Vav, and we pick up all the way on the bottom of Nun Hey Amud Beis. Here we go, Nun Hey Amud Beis, and we are up to Rib Yehuda Lesley Breira. That's where we ended off. We're now four lines from the bottom of the page, and we're up to the words Manola. Yeah. So here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. Let's remind ourselves. Let's go back into the Suki. See, yesterday we learned. Yesterday we learned that there was a machlekes in the mission. The Kondolo comes out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim after the sprinkling of the dam, after the sprinkling of the blood. And he would do a swap ski, right? He would switch the blood of the par for the blood of the sayer. Were there two stands or one stand? Okay, Rabbi Huda says there's one stint. There was one stint. And we tried understanding why Rabbi Huda could not hold of two stands and just label it. So we said Rabbi Huda doesn't agree to labels. Uh, Jews don't read signs. All right? As says the Gemara, not true. Rabbi Huda holds Jews do read signs. Yeah? Because the 13 boxes in the base on Mikdash, Rabbi Huda agrees that's where it was. So now we're coming up with a new approach, and the Gemara is saying, Rabbi Yehuda Lesley Breira, okay? And uh, this is discussing that the issue of the two, bur- the, the kinen, when a person is obligated to bring money for two doves, one achatos, one four in Asham, there's a concern. They didn't set it, we're, we're focusing on the kinen box right now, not the stands, we're focusing on the kinen boxes. There's a concern that the chi of money might get mixed up with the nadava money, and if the owner of the chattas dies, he's going to mess everybody up. Ask the Gemara, I just separate four zuzim for him, says the Gemara, Rebuta, lest they breira. Okay, now let's get clear what breira means. This is going to be today's daf. Right? Breira means azoi. Listen to this lumbus. Can you designate something retroactively? Okay? Can you designate something retroactively? For example, we gave with the wine. Okay, you have a hundred barrels of beer on the wall, a hundred bottles of beer. Yeah, you, you, need, to, you need to take mice. So 10, 10% needs to go to mice. Can I start drinking and keep in mind that the last 10 bottles are going to be mice? Which means I'm creating Brera in my mind. I'm saying now that later on I'm going to decide what the mice is. So even now I'm not drinking Tevel. Right? I could already start drinking now. Or do we say Ain Brera? No, there's no in your mind separation and then go back retroactively. If you didn't separate it right now, you're, this is Tevel over here, sweetie. Okay? That's the, that's the Zach. So the Gemara just said, Rabbi Yehuda does not hold of bravery. Rabbi Yehuda holds, you must, you, you can't retroactively designate something to be miser. Let's pick up. Here we go. Says the Gemara Manola, prove it. All right? Prove it. Elay, Mother Tanya, we're going to say we're going to prove for the following Mishnah. One who buys wine from Kusum and he has to take Meiser. And it's right before Shabbos. Mamish, right before Shabbos starts. And now you can't separate, for whatever reason, you can't separate your Meiser. Shaila is you let it use the wine for Kiddush. Yeah? So, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Right? Because the Shiloh was where the Kusim had a proper conversion, right? Very good. So, says the, says the uh, Mishnah, He should stand up and say, The two Lugin 
that after Shabbos, I'm going to separate as truma is going to be truma. I'm, I'm designated those things as truma now. Even though I'm not mamish separating it right now, but in my mind, I have in mind 2, 2% is going to go to truma. Turn to today's daf. Asara Meiser Rishon. Okay, this, this is a little bit of a cheating umbud for daf, you know. But Asara Meiser Rishon. The 10 Lugin that I need to separate from this are designated as Meiser Rishon now. Now, obviously, if you could do this, you hold a Breira. You hold that in your mind. You could say this and then go back retroactively. Listen to this. Tisha Meiser Shani. 9, which is 10% of the remaining 90 is going to be Meiser Shani, Umechal, transfer the, the Kedusha immediately onto the money. Okay? Now, the regular Truma and Meiser, you don't need to actually do anything right now. Meiser Shani, you do. You know why? Because Meiser Shani could be redeemed onto money. Meiser and Truma, you can't redeem it onto money. So you have no other option, so then we'll say that you could use this method. But Meiser Shani, where it's not necessary to use the method, you shouldn't. And you could drink it immediately. This is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Top of Amud Beis, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon say nothing doing. Usser to do this, okay? You're not allowed to drink from this barrel of wine that you got from the Kusi right before Shabbos until you actually separated Truma and Meiser. No such thing as Breira in your mind and going retroactive. You have to practically do it Alma says the Gemara, you see from here, Ambrer, you see Rabbi Yehuda holds, Ambrer, a good raya, says the Gemara, no proof, no, not a good raya that Rabbi Yehuda holds, Ambrer, you know why? Memai, maybe the Machlekes has nothing to do with Breira or not. Again, maybe the Machlekes is about whether or not you're allowed to drink the wine, has nothing to do with whether retroactive, you know what it has to do with? Listen to this. Maybe it's a separate suffix that's going on, Dilma perhaps, shiny hosum kedektoni tamu, Maybe there it's different, as it says in the Baisa, Amru Leder Rav Meir. They said to Rav Meir, now Rav Meir had said you could drink as much wine as you want up until the remaining truma, right? They said to Rav Meir, one second, we have a concern. What happens, listen to this, if you drink up the whole canteen, the whole barrel, you leave over and then the barrel busts and all the wine has gone to waste. You've never separated truma, and retroactively, you completely mess yourself up. Okay? Again, we might even agree with Breira, but even if you agree with Breira, there's another issue. You're, you're taking a risk. But Omar Lahem, but Rivera says, no, I don't consider that a risk. You're right, it could happen, but when it pops, it pops. Yeah, if it pops, fine. But you know what? Most of them don't pop, so you're fine. All right? Most of them aren't going to break open. Period. So. What just happened? Let's talk outside. The Gemara tried saying, we have a proof that Rabbi Yehuda holds Ein Breira, because he holds you're not allowed to drink from the wine until you actually separate. Rabbi said, Yesh Breira, because he said you could. Says the Gemara, no, no, no. When Rabbi says you could drink the wine, he holds Yesh Breira, true. But when Rabbi Yehuda says you cannot drink the wine, that's not because he holds Ein Breira. Maybe he agrees Yesh Breira. But he said, you got to be concerned about something going wrong at the end. And because of that separate concern, I'm not going to allow you to drink the wine. Meaning, in, in halacha, maybe he could hold yesh prayer. Aye, so let me drink up until the remaining amount and then just designate that as machub and miser. No, because uh, we don't allow yidin to risk being over others. Right? It's a risk, and therefore we don't allow it. 
Bottom line is we have no proof as to what Rabbi Yehuda holds. Yesh Breira or Ein Breira. Okay. Period. So where are we holding right now? What we're holding right now is in the middle of a discussion. We're trying to prove that Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is Ein Breira. Let's prove that. Okay? Here we go. Says the Gemara Vaita. We'll learn it out from the halacha of Ayay. Okay, now we are going to be familiar with this brisa. Okay, from Erevin. Okay, here we go. Erevin and Shabbos. We're familiar with uh, the halachas of Tchum. The halacha is Tchum Shabbos. The Rabbana made Xera, unless you hold like Rabbi Akiva, who holds the Raisa, but we hold this the Rabbana. Ravana made Xera, you're not allowed to walk more than 2,000 Amis from this border of the city. However, you're allowed to make an Erev Tchum. Right? You're allowed to extend, you're allowed to, if you establish before Shabbos, that this is going to be, you put food out, right? You say, this is my Tchum. So that becomes your Tchum, even though you're not actually there prior to Shabbos. Okay? Now, you can't have both. You can't have both, but that becomes your new Tchum, which makes it very interesting in that you could be standing at the edge of your city and say my tchum is 1,999 amas away, if you walk one amma backwards, you're mechal Shabbos midrabona, because that's your new tchum, you're now outside the tchum, right? So it creates, uh, it, it extends you in the other direction too, you can go 2,000 amas past, true, but you gotta be careful for where you are right now, which is interesting. So, um, that's what this Bryce is discussing. The Bryce is discussing tchum Shabbos. So here we go. A person is not allowed to make a tonight to go in two directions as w- at once when he sets up his Tchum Shabbos. You can't say, oh, if I want to go that way, that's going to be my Tchum Shabbos. If I want to go that way, that's going to be my Tchum Shabbos. Okay? Right? Rather... If a person's coming, let's say you have a, you want to go hear a, yeah, you want to go hear a Sholem Shvadron, come give a drusha on Shabbos, yeah, and you don't know where he's coming from. Jesus, hey, come to East, so my ear is going to be in that direction. I want to go hear him. The Mara Veruma, the Mara, Abulakanda, You could say it's either the East or the West, but you can't say it's both. Okay, you can't do both because uh, it's not emistic. Yeah, it's not emistic. Bavinamba. And we said about that, Why not? It must be. Why can't you go from uh, this direction and that direction? It must be the Rabbi Yehuda holds Ein Breira. That you can't say retroactively, Oh, this is what I meant to be my, uh, to be my Tchum. And therefore, the Nami Ein Breira. We should say for Mizrach and Marav as well. When it comes to East and West, we should say also Ein Breira. And says, we're dealing with the Chacham who had already come. And Mamela, you don't need to use Breira at all. That's how Rabbi Yechenon wiggles out of it. Over the Maisa, what you see from here is that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold a Breira in this Brisa of Ayah's Halacha. And that's why, let's bring this full circle. Now that we know, Tar now that we know and we have a proof, at least at this step, that Rabbi Yehuda does not agree with Breira. Mimela, he says that you're not allowed to combine the chayva bird pair with the nedava 
bird pair because you're going to end up mixing up your chatos and oila money. And if the guy dies, everybody's out the window. You can't retroactively set aside money for it. Every, everybody's going to have to bring a, a additional money for their carbon. Okay. Now, says the Gemara Beseda. We're going to accept this as a fact. Vahashto da amrina. Now that we establish, now that we said, L'Reb Yehuda ain breira. Now that we said, according to Reb Yehuda, ain breira. Okay? You can't retroactively uh, separate something. Hoksiva isle. Okay? Now, Reb Yehuda did agree that Jews read signs. Yeah? So he said, because he said there's 13 boxes and it's written on each box, what it is, right? So Reb Yehuda agrees that Jews read signs. He, he holds, however, in Breira. So, Yomakipurim Nami, Navid Trey Now the Gemara is going to get to its question. Why does Rabbi Yehuda say make one golden stand and, and uh, swap it out? Let Rabbi Yehuda also agree. You make two stands, right? Granted, you can't do anything, but make two stands. Write on it, this is a sa'ir blood. This is the par blood. And you're good to go. Says the Gemara, very interesting, and they were kind of going to kind of shift gears with this answer. The Gemara says, usually people do read signs, but let me tell you something. The Kain Gadol's had a long week. He's had a long week. When you're tired and you're driving, you could miss the next exit. Even though the sign said, yeah, the exit in half a mile, you could miss that exit. Because the Kain Gadol is weak, he might... You know, he might not, uh, he, because of this unique situation, he might not notice it. Do you like him, Haki? Because if you don't agree that the kind Gadol, you know, could make mistakes of being weak, then, like Siva uh, Nami, then even without Siva, the kind Gadol should be able to notice the difference between the blood of the bull and the blood of the, the goat. You know why? Because there's different levels of blood. High Nafish, Vahai Zutr. There's a lot more blood that comes from a bull into the cup than what comes out of the goat. And still we say there's a concern, right? Even if you're going to tell me that to write on it, why don't you just say don't write anything? The one with a lot of blood is the par blood. The one with a little bit of blood is our blood. Nobody even mentioned that that could be a differentiation. Why not? Because Kain Gadol's, uh, he could be weak at this point. Okay, and so too... We'll say the same. He doesn't notice different levels of blood. He may not be cognizant enough to really keep an eye out for the label. And if you're going to say that maybe the reason why you can't rely on the different levels of blood is because really you need to catch a revius of dam. So what happens if the kain gadol happened to catch less bull blood? It's still a valid kabbalah sadam. And it might actually be the same level as the sawyer. So if you're going to tell me that's why we don't make that discrepancy. He holds that you mamashi to catch all the blood of the par that comes out. As it says. All of the blood needs to be poured on the side, on the foundation, by the base of the mizbeachah. And if you're going to say that even if he did the Kabbalah, maybe some of it spilled out, and that's why we don't want to rely on the different levels. Guess what? Let me tell you something. 
the color blood of a bull is a different color than that of a uh, than that of a um, a, a goat. Okay, high chiver. One's a a uh, uh, lighter red. Okay, and one's a deeper red. Ella, rather, why do we say you can't rely on that difference? He's not going to notice different shades of color. Okay? What we just established is like this. Let's, let's just talk outside. In the Mishnah, we had a Machlechus. One stand for the bull blood and one stand for the goat blood, or only one stand and the Kaingadol had to swap out. If Yudah says one stand, the Kaingadol had to swap out. Ask the Gemara why. Let him uh, have two different stands. Ah, you're concerned he might mix up the blood. Let him just label it. Says the Gemara, no, no, no. You know why Rebuta says it's one stand? Because the Kagol's got a long week. He's mitna by the Yom Kippur. He's not going to notice. He's not going to notice the color. He's not going to notice the level. He's not going to notice. All he knows is he's got a one-track mind. This blood needs to be sprinkled in the Kodesh HaKadoshim and then taken and poured all Yisaitim as Be'ach and the Hechel. I got to get this job done. That we don't want to distract him from that. And therefore, it says Rebuta, make one stand. When you put down the bull blood, you pick up the goat blood. You know what you're holding. You walk away. And this way, there's, there's, uh, there's no option. Uh, or at least we're minimizing the opportunity for confusion. Okay. There was somebody who went to Davin for the Amud in front of Rava. All right? He was davening for the Amud in front of Rav. Says the Gemara. Now, um, Rashi says, if you look uh, four lines to the bottom, uh, the fourth to last Rashi, seven lines to the bottom of Rashi, Hahu Shliach Tzibur. There was a man who was a Shliach Tzibur. Denoch is coming to Rav. Yeah, he was going to lead the services in front of Rav. And he was saying the Seder Yom Kippurim in the Mosuf, like we said. Okay, so let's go back to the Gemara. Who do not come the Rav? Omar, he says, Yatsavinichai al Kan Sheni Shebehechel. The Kain Gadol puts the blood on the second stand in the Hechel. Not al Dama Par, Vihiniach Dama Sar. Puts down the, the uh, he takes the blood of the bull. After, and now he's put down the Damasar. Again, so he sprinkled the bull, then he sprinkled the goat. And now he's going back to the bull blood, like we said. Right, to go take it to the Mizbeach. Amar lei, Rav said, Chada kirabonon v'chada kirabi Yehuda. Your, your nusuch is certainly wrong. Because half of your nusuch is like Rabbi Yehuda, where you said that he puts down the, the Damapar, uh, uh, he takes the Damapar and he puts down the Damasar. But the other one is like the Rabbonon, because you said there's two stands. Okay, so um, uh, the, the Rabbanan had said you don't need to put down the blood of the sa'ir before you take back the blood of the bull. Here, so he's kind of following the pin of the Rabbanan and Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Lei, Ema, rather say, he puts down the blood of the sa'ir and then he takes the, the blood of the bull. This way, you could put one down, then pick the other one up because you have two stands. It seems from the Gemara, Rava's paskening, there were two stands. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Let's introduce, uh, get involved in the next piece of, uh, next part of the mission.
We said in the mission of Hiza Mimenu Alhak Paraiches, Keneged Arain Mibachutz. He sprinkles the blood towards the Paraiches of the Arun from the outside. Okay? Now, from the outside of what? So we explained in the Mishnah that there was an additional sprinkling outside the Kedush HaKadoshim. Okay? Correct? Yeah, in the Kedush, the Hechel. The Hechel and Kedush are interchangeable. Same, same place, same word, right? So the same way there was sprinklings in the uh, Kedush HaKadoshim, then he went back and took the blood and he did, he, he sprinkled um, opposite the Aaron from the outside. Okay? Now, what does it mean from the outside? In the area of the, of the Hechel. Outside the Kedush Now, let's get clarity as to what's going on here. Tonu Rabbanon. The rabbis loint. And so should we. The chen yas So you should do for the yomayed. Matamad leimer. Why do you got to say this? Okay? I say he's got to do this. Just say, do it in the yomayed. It means also. Matamad leimer. Yeah, it's teaching us the same way. This, the same way he did the sprinkling in the Kaddish Hakadoshim, he also does sprinkling in the Hechol. Just like in the Kaddish Hakadoshim, it was one upwards and seven downwards of the Damapar. So too, when he sprinkled it in the in the opposite the Arun, in the area of the Arun, opposite you know towards the towards the Kaddish, the Hechol. You do the same thing. One upward, seven downwards. Okay? So in the Kaddish HaKadoshim, bull and goat, one sprinkling upward, bull and goat, seven sprinklings downward. Same thing, same exact process was done in the Hechel. Okay. Once we're talking about the Cheni Asleomite, once we're talking about the Ayomite, the next pasuk says, "He, Hakadosh Baruch Hu dwells amongst Klal Yisrael mitayich to Masam, even when we're tamei vasmint. Afilu b'shashim tameim shchinaimahem. It's impossible for a yid to run away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu never leaves go. We might think we're hiding. We might think we're running away. But Ashaycheni tamitayich to Masam. We say the Ebishter, don't come with me to this place. As Baruch Hu says, you want to go there? I'm coming with you. It is." Even in the darkest of places, Hakadosh Baruch physical and emotional and spiritual, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is with us. There was a tzaduki that said to Rabbi Hanina, top of tomorrow's daf, Hashta, Bari You Yidden who are in Galus, yeah, the Shechina is no longer amongst you, because it says um, in Eicha. Yeah, the tuma is noticeable on the hems of her garments. Amalevachina says, Yeah, but let me show you that, that that's a deal. That's an inference you're making, but it says, It says, It says, Even at a time where Kla Yisrael is Tameh, the Shechina remains, uh, remains in, uh, amongst Klal Yisrael, and therefore, he says, that's Dugi, you are incorrect. Okay, 
We're going to hold it here for reading inside of today. Pretty short daf. Okay, Mabarak Hashem. We got that, I think, pretty clear. And let me just introduce what we're going to be, what we're going to be uh, handling on, on uh, tomorrow's daf. Nun Zayin, Emirat Hashem. So, remember, we learned that how many times, what was the process of the bull and goat sprinkling? How many times was the sprinkling done? One up, seven down. How did we know that? So the Gemara had said, by the bull, it tells us, it tells us you sprinkle seven down. By the sawyer, it tells us one up. And then we use the heckish to say, oh, the pasuk by the bull, one up. Same way it was one up by the goat, it's one up by the bull. And the same way by seven down by the bull, it's seven down by the goat. We made it, the whole process of one up and seven down is learned out from a heckish. What we introduced ourselves to on the bottom of Ahmed Bey's is, what about the sprinkling of the heichol? So we said, make a hekish to the Kedesh HaKadoshim. The same way it was seven, one up and seven down, so too in the heichol it was the same process. The Gemara is going to get into a discussion about whether you can make a hekish from a hekish. The whole way you know the halacha inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim is from a hekish of goats and bulls. And now you're going to use a hekesh and continue extending it somewhere else. Is that process something that follows uh, the, the way that drushes are permitted to be made or not? Okay, so that's going to just, just notice what happened on the bottom of Amr Bays. We made a hekesh on a hekesh, and that is what the. Uh, you, know, you know what? Let's keep going. <laughs> let's go. Let's do, let's do a few more steps. Let's do a few more steps here. All right, because we could really, uh, we could really uh, finish off the sugya. All right, let's, let's, let's just read that. It says the Gemara. Is that okay? Island? Yeah? No, uh, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't see any nays, so here we go. Can something that's learned out through a Hekish go and teach another Hekish? We just explained what that question is. Yeah, you're learning the Kaidesh from the Kaidesh HaKadosh, and the Kaidesh HaKadosh itself is a Hekish. Answer the Gemara, Yeah? That really, it's not a Hekish on a Hekish. Really, the... The inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim itself is not a full Hekish because V'lai have a Hekish. Since the bull told us explicitly seven down and the Sawyer told us explicitly one up, the way that we learn out is that it's not, you're, you're kind of combining a Hekish and Xeris HaKosov. And when you have a Hekish and Xeris HaKosov together and you're not learning the whole Halacha from a Hekish, then you're allowed to extend it weiter. Says the Gemara, honey, Chalman Damar Lai Have Hekish. Okay, not everybody agrees with that. Chalman Damar Have Hekish Maikunem. There are those who say that even a partial, uh, you know, even you're learning only part of Allah from a Hekish, that's also a full fledged Hekish. So, according to that opinion, what are you going to say? How does that opinion know that inside the Hekel, they, they sprinkled like they did in the Kaddish Akadashim? Says the Gemara, Makaima is who the Gumri Mayadadi. Okay? The other Hekish is just letting us know that the Kaddish is learnt out from the Kaidesh HaKadoshim. Answers the Gemara like this, beautiful terrace. And that is, this is not really a Hekish on a Hekish. We're not extending the same Halacha to a, a separate place. What happened was like this. The first Hekish gave us a Halacha of the amounts. The second Hekish is not telling me the amounts. The second Hekish is telling me that the Kaidesh is like the Kaidesh HaKadoshim. The Hekel is like the but it's not a hekish of, oh, so now also it says amounts in the heichal, so connect. No. 
All of, in the first Hekish, I'm, I'm learning out numbers. In the second Hekish, I'm, con, I'm connecting places. That's not, that type of Hekish on a Hekish is allowed. Okay? That's one answer. Or you can say, that the Kaidash, the Hechel, uh, and outside of the Kaidash Akadashim are all one Hekish. Okay? It's all one thing. Meaning, the same way we're learning out one up and seven down inside the Kedesh HaKadoshim is the very same Hekish that's teaching us one up and seven down in the outside the Kedesh HaKadoshim because it's all learned out from explicit Psukim. Okay, to connect the Kedesh HaKadoshim is explicit Psukim. And I mean, it's not considered the Hekish on the Hekish. It's just considered one, uh, it's considered one Hekish that it says in the Pasuk that we, that we went through yesterday evening on Matzi Shabbos, these two Psukim of the, the Par and the Sawyer, the same, that's mamish, same psukim and hekish that's telling us one up, seven down, applies both and this is not an additional hekish memela is permitted to be used that's the end of that, we'll hold it here for today and Be'ez Hashem tomorrow we will get into the actual sprinkling process as the Kandado moves into the Kaidish now to do this, we're going to start handling uh, uh, you know, that process and what exactly was done alright, have a wonderful, wonderful day Be'ez Hashem, we will pick up tomorrow evening, 8.05 PM, hopefully in Yerushalayim. Bez Hashem. All right. Zay gesund.